Good afternoon. Welcome to Earthmakers, spiritual care for real humans. My name is Joey. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. I'm a recovering addict and the grateful creator and host of this podcast. Take a deep breath. Settle in. This space is for you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Earthmakers Spiritual Care for Real Humans. This is the beginning of the third season of Earthmakers. I can hardly believe it. Um, Season two ended kind of abruptly in in a way that I had not foreseen or anticipated. Um... Many of us in the year 2020 uh, and in the beginning of 2021 went through a difficult season of uh, woundedness, I would say, spiritual woundedness, physical, mental, and emotional woundedness. And uh, my mental health issues kind of blew up. Um, My... My life felt like it was unraveling, um, and very quickly, and I felt very out of control of my experience. Now, as human beings, of course, our brains want to convince us that we should have control at all times. That's not always the case, right? So, yeah, um, (laughs) it was kind of a crazy season for me. And I did the thing that I didn't want to do, but I knew that my body was asking me to do. And of course, here at Earthmakers, we talk a lot about mindfulness and showing up in such a way that we're able to be present with our bodies and minds and actually just pause in the quiet and listen to what our bodies are saying to us, the sensation, the physical sensations, the the thoughts, the emotions. If we sit with our bodies and listen, our bodies will tell us what we need to know. We have been well equipped uh, by our loving higher power, uh, whatever that is for you, to have everything that we need. So if I sit and I don't judge my experience, but I simply become aware of my experience, right, then I can thrive. Um, It's important to keep in mind that in this season, we are uh, looking to make some changes at Earthmakers. Um, Earthmakers is is growing, um, and taking a break is exactly what I needed. Um, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to be taking more frequent breaks. If there's anything I've learned from the first and second season of this podcast, it's that I need more rest um, and uh, I need to take better care of me and my relationships. And I should never put the podcast before those things, right? The podcast, as important as it is to me, is not everything. So I'm going to be taking more breaks this season.
and in the seasons ahead. Um, secondly, uh, the Earthmakers Collective, which is a community of um, spiritual care providers, um, pastor types, uh, counselor types, teachers and educators, artists and storytellers, um, is uh, going to grow and expand its stuff. I was just talking a couple days ago with my good friend Shane Marcus. Shane is a member of the Earthmakers Collective and the host of the Barefoot Office podcast, which is an anchor podcast. If you're not listening to the Barefoot Office, you are making an error. (laughs) So please go um, and listen to that podcast. Um, It will help you reclaim your evening spirituality. Uh, It's really relaxing and soothing and... um, life-giving to listen to Shane every evening um, do the Barefoot podcast, the Barefoot Office podcast. Shane um, is a member of the collective and he um, is working on putting together um, uh, I guess a, a, a format or an approach, I guess, or philosophy of how Earthmakers would look for uh, youth. Earthmakers, as I host it and have uh, worked on it, is generally intended for adults. Um, not necessarily to the exclusion of youth, but that's not where my strengths lie, I don't think. And Shane has remarkable strengths in that area. He's passionate about uh, youth spirituality and spiritual care of and for youth. Um, and so he's working on that really necessary piece. And um, I trust him. I gave him the go ahead and said, go ahead, you know, work on whatever. And we'll wrestle with it and talk about it together. So there's some exciting things happening. The other thing that's happening, of course, and I've mentioned this before, is that my friend Joshua uh, and I, who uh, host the Bread, Wine, Movies podcast, are hoping to put together a podcasting uh, network called the Earthmakers Podcasting Network, um, which will be an umbrella network that includes Earthmakers, Breadwine Movies, Barefoot Office, and hopefully other podcasts um, that come along the way. I'm hoping to have every member of the Earthmakers Collective um, on the podcast this season as a guest to teach us um, and to share from their experiences. I've had Joshua Burwald on the podcast. Um, I plan on having Shane Marcus on the podcast, my friend Dr. Colin Cornell on the podcast, Um, my spouse, uh, Carrie. Hopefully I'll be bringing her back onto the podcast, talk more about yoga. Um, Yeah, lots of stuff, right? Lots of cool things. But you can make, if there's anything that we've learned, right, in in 2020, it's that uh, you can make all kinds of plans, and get all your ducks in a row and still experience heartbreaking failure. Failure is a guarantee in this life. Success is not always a guarantee. Failure certainly is. Accepting that is hard. Can we just sit with that for a moment? Like, it's hard to accept that. So I can make all kinds of plans and tell you what's coming down the pike 
and all that stuff could collapse. I mean, who knows? I wasn't expecting to have a difficult last few months at the end of 2020, and I did. And I needed a break. I wasn't expecting that. Maybe we should always expect things. Uh, typically, people like to say shit like everything happens for a reason, right? I, I am not a fan of that quote. Um, but one of my teachers and uh, past teachers and a wonderful leader in the Zen Buddhist community, uh, Karen Mazen Miller, likes to say, not everything happens for a reason, but everything happens. Period. So what if we practiced accepting that truth, right? That everything happens. So what about today? What's happening today? Um, today is inauguration day in the United States. Uh, President of the United States of America, Joe Biden, has been inaugurated into office. He is no longer president-elect. He is now the president of our country. Um, Kamala Harris uh, is the first woman to be inaugurated as vice president of our country. And not just a woman, but a woman of color, which is on multiple levels a narrative that we need. It's an earth-making moment, frankly, to have Kamala Harris up there. Because what it does is it makes space now for more women and more women of color and BIPOC folks in general to have opportunities. Now that this story, this narrative is being told and shared that uh, a woman of color can be vice president, there's all kinds of stories and narratives that are possible now, right? That's an earth-making thing. I've heard people who are not fans of Joe Biden, uh, folks who are not fans of um, Kamala Harris, uh, in, in my own extended family, not my immediate family or my family of origin, but my extended family say things like, Joe Biden isn't my president. He might be yours, but he's not mine. And of course, those of us who rationally are, are sitting here listening to people speak from that emotional place and saying, well, he's not my president, right? The reality is, right, the Dharma, uh, the kingdom of God, uh, Brahman, whatever you want to call it, the Tao, what it, what's right in front of us, the truth, things as they actually are, would indicate fundamentally that that reaction is founded in untruth. It is erroneous, right? So to say... Um, Joe Biden is not my president, right? Is, is your right? It's your prerogative. You're allowed to feel all kinds of nasty, difficult feelings um, without judging those feelings as bad or good or evil or whatever. Uh, but to say Joe Biden isn't my president is fundamentally unhelpful. Why? Because as a matter of fact, Joe Biden is your president. If you are a citizen in this country, Joe Biden is your president, right? So of course, what is the spiritual tool we would need? Acceptance. We'd need acceptance for this, 
right? Um, I <clears throat> frankly do not have a difficult time accepting Joe Biden as my president because I happen to really like Joe Biden and I think very highly of him. So um, I'm not super concerned about that, but I have family and even some friends who have some concerns. Now, fast forward a little bit. Joe Biden is no longer president because no matter how long he is president, it's going to be temporary, right? And whoever ends up being president next, uh, it will be, again, an opportunity, another opportunity, just like every moment in life to practice acceptance. But big, obvious moments like presidential elections and presidential candidacies are under this massive global microscope and we have opportunity. There are open doors when shit like that happens for us to practice acceptance. Now rewind, back up a little bit. Back to 2016, I am working in a uh, senior care facility and I've got staff who I've developed friendships with and there's one staff person that I eat lunch with regularly who is um, uh, the head of maintenance and um, head of maintenance at uh, this care facility. And uh, I'm the topic of, of Donald Trump as president comes up because it was kind of a popular topic in 2016 and in 2017. And... Uh, I'm talking about something to do with the president at lunch. And this individual looks at me and says, well, Donald Trump isn't my president. He might be yours, but he sure as hell isn't mine. And I could hear the sentiment and the feeling and the emotion behind it because I had very similar feelings, right? As a queer progressive person, I could not really in any way get behind having a white supremacist, transphobic, uh, xenophobic president in office. So I felt I had empathy for this individual who I was having lunch with. Like We can have and feel that empathetic connection that's powerful. Remember, spirituality is all about connection, and so that's spirituality. That's a spiritual moment, feeling that empathy, right? We should relish that. We should uh, bathe in that, bask in that, right? Soak that in, that empathetic moment, right? That's a powerful thing. The empathetic moment is powerful. But just because you sense empathy does not mean that that's leading you down the path of Dharma, of the kingdom of God, of things as they actually are. So I reflected on what this individual said to me. Donald Trump isn't my president. He might be your president, but he sure as hell isn't mine, right? And I kept tossing that phrase over and over again in my head, and it was bothering me. And I figured out why it was bothering me, I think. Uh, one day in 27, early 2017, I was in my office uh, and Donald Trump came up again. And again, this individual said this. And my gut reaction was to say, hey, and I'll call this person uh, Gary. I said, Gary, 
Um, you and I have been friends for a while now, a little while now. We've got we've worked together long enough for me to tell you the truth. Uh, are you okay with me speaking frankly to you? And he said, as long as you're not going to be mean to me, he said, sure. And I said, I'm not going to be mean. I'm just going to tell you that Donald Trump is your president. He is your president, Gary. And that's why this sucks. Because we wanted someone else, in this case, Secretary Clinton, to be president. And it didn't turn out that way. We had a desired outcome, and it didn't turn out that way. And now we have a president that we feel like we can't trust and rely on, that we don't feel safe around. And, and I, it's awful, and it's an awful feeling. And I said, but you're going to suffer even more, Gary, if you continue to deny and refuse to accept the truth of the matter. And the truth of the matter is, again, Trump is your president right now. Now that can change in the future, but right now that's the case. And he looked at me with this frustration and he said, whatever, Joey. And he walked out of my office. <laughs> um, and he wasn't mad. He just didn't want to talk about it. And I don't blame him. And, you know, a few days later, we were fine and everything was fine. But as I was articulating this out loud to Gary, I realized I was articulating this not just for him, but for myself. Uh, Joe Biden is my president. And I am super grateful for that. And it's not hard for me to accept it because I approve of this presidency. I approve of this reality. Donald Trump is not my president. I can say that now. <laughs> I can say that now because it's true because it's based in fact, right? Here's the problem. We delude ourselves. So frequently we delude ourselves. I wish Donald Trump wasn't my president, right? We could say that all day long. I hope one day he won't be my president, right? Wishes and hopes are a little different. Hopes are built on some sense of truth and reality. We can say that, right? But again, we are expressing a desire. And if we attach ourselves to a desire, right? We've talked about this so much on the podcast. If I attach myself to a desired outcome, I will suffer if it doesn't come true. So I suffered because I had a desired outcome. The desired outcome was that Hillary Clinton would be president. It didn't happen. Donald Trump became my president. We then have a choice. We have a choice when things fall apart, when things don't go the way that we had hoped they would go, we have a choice. When disaster strikes, we can either, one, deny, 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 push away, reject, say things like, he's not my president, he's not my president, he's not my president, uh, grandpa isn't dead, uh, my significant other didn't leave me for another man, 
you know, whatever. Like we can say it, say it, say it, say it, say it till we're blue in the face. And we will inevitably suffer all the more because we are living in untruth. And we are stoking the fires of untruth with the fuel of delusion. We are just living in that space. And it's a, it's a hot, cramped, overwhelming space. And we suffocate ourselves and others with this delusion. It was delusion that forced the hand of the white terrorists at the Capitol. Delusion that said, Joe Biden will not be my president. Raphael Warnock will not be a senator. And John Ossoff will not be elected. Right? And yet all of these things had come true. Joe Biden had been elected. He would be president starting on January 20th. That's today. John Ossoff and uh, Raphael Warnock were elected. We began that day celebrating. It was a beautiful, wonderful celebration of this historic election. And then the day crumbled because, and the reason it crumbled is because we have a desired outcome that shit like what happened at the Capitol won't happen, right? Is it unreasonable that we would hope that? No, it's not unreasonable. But I live in a delusional world if I sit there and say, that will never happen in my country. That is horseshit. That is not true. And I'm saying this to you, dear listeners, because I love you and because I care deeply about you and I don't want you to sit around living in delusion. You get to feel your feelings and I hope you feel all of them, whether they are good, bad, or ugly. You get to celebrate today if today's about celebration. You get to mourn today if today's about mourning, right? Those feelings aren't bad or good. They're just feelings. But when you take those feelings and make them your master, when you attach yourself to those feelings and make them your higher power, so to speak, you start to live in a world of delusion. And the world of delusion is a world of intense, unmatched suffering. Take a deep breath with me. Breathe all the way out. You can close your eyes if you want, or you can soften your gaze and turn it to the floor. Unclench your jaw, lower your shoulders a little, settle into your seat, let your seat hold you. Become aware of your breathing for just a moment. No more deep breaths, just shallow breaths. In the nose and out the nose. You're not forcing it now, you're just noticing the rise and fall of your chest and stomach as your lungs do the work of breathing for you. And as we sit in this moment together, I invite you to place your hand over your heart. And even if you would like to make small circles over your heart with your hand, rubbing small circles over your heart. And as you do this, 
Repeat these phrases of acceptance silently after me. I receive what is true in this moment. I know to reject and deny what is true harms me and other beings. I pray now for the strength to accept things that I cannot approve of. And in so doing, I release myself and others from the violence of delusion. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for meditating with me. Thank you for beginning season three with me. Let's uh, make a deal. Let's practice setting aside delusion today. Whatever the delusion might be, all of us live in some kind of delusion. So let's pinpoint the delusion and practice living outside of that delusion in truth and see how it changes us. It might change us in a way that's painful, that doesn't make it bad or wrong. And remember, please, I love you so much. I love you exactly as you are. Take good care of you today. And I'll see you on Friday. Thank you.